It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's what? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It is Wednesday night. It's March 29th, 2023. Brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. It's WrestleMania week. It's the biggest week in pro wrestling. But we're not here to talk only WrestleMania. We're here to mainly talk tonight's AW Dynamite, which I thought was a fantastic show. I'm Tanner yeah. Lee, along with my co-host Paul Zartman, who's wearing the KOP Predictions title over his shoulder for the last time for nah. quite a while. And Austin Shepard is back this week after enjoying sunny. Uh, were you in Vegas or Arizona? I don't remember. Vegas? Well, I was in Arizona earlier than I was in Vegas, and Vegas was not sunny. No. It, it was anything but sunny. And if I look like I have a tan, it's because it's called windburn. <laughs> it was windy, cold, and rainy in Vegas. I was luckily, uh, I'm, I'm a bigger fellow. And the second day of the golf tournament, I walked into the golf uh, pro shop and they had a double XL raincoat. And I'm like, it's a sign. I got to buy it. Yep. Because it rained for 17 out of the 18 holes that day. (laughs) And I had to wear a sock cap and a raincoat in flipping Vegas. That doesn't sound fun. No. And my pro was a little rough that day because we had class Azul the night before. It was a long, long day. Just blame it on Dax. Oh, man. In fact, tonight I'm not drinking tequila because of Vegas was a little – I got a little tequila out on Vegas. So go ahead, Paul. Ask me. What are we drinking tonight, Shep? Tonight we got a little 10-cup whiskey. Ooh. And I is one of my favorites. And the reason I bought this back in the day – uh, this is a second bottle or so. It's my favorite golf movie of all time. It's Tin Cup. I mean, what a romantic love story, right? <laughs> Give him another ball. So I bought it, a, I don't know. Oh, I like the little sound. I bought it a couple of years ago, and I drank a bottle. And then uh, it's, it's out of Denver, Colorado. It's pretty good. It's 84 proof. But uh, we'll get a little pour. A little... But uh, no, it's it's it, yeah. I'm gonna uh, take a break for a week or two of uh, tequila. <laughs> Damn it, Dax! <laughs> Dax showed off his tequila tequila collection uh, on an Instagram live this afternoon. Quite Ooh, the kinda, impressive uh, collection of tequila. Yeah, yeah that's like I, like I said, it's not a bourbon; it's a whiskey. Which 
I'm not uh, averse enough drinking to tell me. I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, chirpers out there that'll tell us the difference between a whiskey and a bourbon. I know bourbon's aged, blah, 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 blah. Mm. It's brown booze, okay? Exactly. Um, but it's really smooth, and it's good, and it reminds me of uh, a golf. So there we go. Perfect. We're having a little, little tin cup whiskey. When that's done, we're going back to the boss. We got some back, so. Oh, reliable. That's what we're drinking this week. See, uh, Paul, you just need to get the new What Are We Drinking shirt, KOP shirts. You just have to point at it every week. You don't even have to ask. Just point at the shirt. I I am ordering one of those here this week. Uh, Yeah, my order goes out tomorrow, so we'll see which ones I get. I'm working on an order, too, so I guess all three of us might have different different swag, but it's all good. Tonight's Dynamite did not kick off with an Orange Cassidy match. It kicked off yeah. with a Jungle Boy Jack Perry match versus Matt Hardy, which it's got to be cool for Jack Perry. You know, he grew up watching the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. Did that story with Christian, and now tonight he's going against Matt Hardy. That has to be pretty cool for him. But yes. uh, fun opener. Uh, Ethan Page, you know, tried to get involved, but Hook came down to even the sides up, and he and Ethan Page started brawling in the end. Um I mean, there was no doubt who was going to win this match. Jungle Boy Jack Perry won it with a flatliner and then the running elbow strike to the back of the head. But then we hear MJF's music hit. Uh, comes out to pretty big pop. Uh, he and uh, Jack really went back and forth on the mic. I thought this was uh, Jack Perry's strongest night on the mic. Yeah. It, it was. He was good. Marco stunted growth. Oh, we're still mentioning that guy on this podcast. Although I did, it's a different uh, guy. Uh, MGF said the word or said the name Dino Douche, which <laughs> was as a Jim Cornette. That's a Jim Cornette thing. He calls him. Oh, MJF's a huge Cornette fan, and he's yeah. made that known. Yeah, um, I thought that match was. I thought those two went pretty hard for the opening match. Yeah. Matt Hardy still Matt Hardy still goes. I mean, even if his body doesn't want to, he still goes. Yeah, you can you can tell the way he gets up. From the <laughs> oh God, his hips are gone, and some of the ways he falls, like uh, yeah. when they were exchanging punches on the edge of the ring, he just kind of like threw his legs out. He didn't even yeah. fall; he just threw his legs out. Dude, his his body's on the way out, but oh, by far. I thought it was a pretty entertaining open match. Um, it was, and then you get the. Um, you get the promos there at the end. MGF, obviously, we know what MGF can do. Mm-hmm. Jack Perry's getting better. You can tell he's and, and he admitted he was timid. You know, he's he's not good at that. He that was, was kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I like how that was. Uh, when he started, he didn't talk. Yeah, no, I, I just Torres talked for him, and I kind of like that. So I, I like and they brought that up. Yeah. By the way, though, uh, I do want to mention, I told you I wanted to see uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Hook continue to not necessarily be a constant tag team, but a I've always got your back style team, and we saw that tonight. Yeah, it was perfect. It was well executed. I liked that a lot. Yes. Um, Stop cueing the music when somebody's going to run in, though. That's that's getting a little bit of annoying. Yeah. But the good stuff by both guys, I I thought we would see a – Graphic for next week's Dynamite, which is in MGF's hometown of uh, Long Island, New York. I thought we'd see him against Jack Perry next week, but I guess we're not going to. 
So I thought that's the direction they're going. Maybe Man. each pillar gets an individual match with MGF, then they all four do a fatal four way at double or nothing. Still, wow. maybe that's still where they're all going out. with it. I, th- I think what you're seeing, um, and because I, I think we get a rampage match with uh, Takashna and Sammy. Sammy, yep. Takashna and Sammy, yep. I hate Takashna putting Sammy over. You know, I'm not going to be a fan, but I think that'll happen. So I think they're going to build up over the next couple months those guys on a winning streak, mm-hmm. and then yep. do, then then do your fatal four way. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's, or it's a- or or take the three guys and do a, a three way with the winner facing MJF at a at a pay per view. Yeah, and it ends in too. a ends in a draw, time limit draw. That way, it's got to be all three of them. Nobody loses looking weak, but then it's all three of them. Well, I like how they they showed uh, Darby and Sammy both watching the match backstage before MJF came out. Was Sammy really watching the match? I mean, maybe a little. He was a little preoccupied. Maybe a little. I mean, what would you guys, as long as she doesn't talk, I'd be preoccupied. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After uh, all the mic work, we got the Blackpool Combat Club versus Dalton Castle and the boys. Well, it's supposed to be against Dalton Castle and the boys, but the Blackpool Combat Club knows how to get heat because they interrupted uh, one of the better entrances in all of professional wrestling, and they just took out Dalton and the boys, laid waste to him, ended up squashing him as uh, Claudio hit a uh, hit Tate, I believe Tate's the the, the boy's name. Wait, uh, they're, with a he- they're both last names Tate, right? They're twins. So there's was there Brandon Tate, Brandon Tate. Okay, Brandon Tate was the one he he hit oh. with a power bomb. There we go. I don't know the other name. I just know that. Yeah, I don't know the other name either. So Tate and Tate. Uh, backstage, then we're uh, uh, shown Adam Page is um, talking to Marvez, who earlier in the night went back to talk to Kenny and Don Callis, um, which. Kenny thought Don was acting weird, and Don was Don said he was going to go fix the situation with Hangman, and Kenny really didn't ask him to, and um, all that. Uh, Hangman saying that Matt Jackson's biceps partially torn, which is that's uh, that's shoot, that's not a work. Um, yep. And Nick Jackson has injured shoulder. Not sure if that's shoot or not. Um, he confirmed that the Blackpool Combat Club did it, except he uh, screwed up and said the BBC. <laughs> Instead of the BCC. <laughs> well, you know uh, those Brits, man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah those those Brits. They like to they like to drink their tea over there. Uh, yes. But Callis shows up. He apologizes. The Hangman offers to shake his hand, but then uh, Blackpool Combat Club come out of nowhere and ambush Page, beat him up, and then Moxley drops Callis with a forearm, which busts him open. And Pro Wrestling Insider, I saw on Twitter, reported that was not supposed to happen. Callis, that was legit. Busted open. He hit his head when he was falling tonight. Oh wow! Oh, I honestly okay. thought he bladed there for a second. Well, because uh, that's the, why he kept his head there so long. Mm-hmm. It was it was a forearm shot, so it would have been right here. It wasn't a, it wasn't a point. So yeah, if, if he he fell and I think he hit it against the TV or the monitor or whatever was over there before oh, he hit the okay. ground, and that sliced him open. That that's according to Pro Dub. P, uh, PW Insider, so which, which is fine because I thought if if you bladed that hard on a forearm yeah. shot, it was a little yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. And I I tweeted from our account that Moxley couldn't bleed tonight, so he made somebody else bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. 
Then we saw Shivani. I really like this. I have not seen this done in pro wrestling in a long time, where Shivani catches up with Kenny Omega when he's in Gorilla, about ready to enter the the arena, and tells him that Callus and Hangman have been attacked. And you can see Kenny was worried, but then Kenny's like, "I I got to worry about my match." I thought that was really neat. I hadn't seen that done before. Yeah, well, maybe not there. Normally, it's a little further back in the backstage right. area. Yeah, you don't you don't see a lot of guys in. Gorilla, right? Gorilla, yeah, yeah. So, or the, what, I think what, what didn't they name AEW's Gorilla after Dusty? I forget what. Or at least when Cody was there, it was named after Dusty. I forget what. Yeah, I forget what they called it. But you could you could clearly hear Jeff Cobb's music playing in the yeah. background. Yes. We then got Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, and Kenny Omega not coming out to Battle Cry, but instead to Devil's Sky tonight. I like that touch. Have him come out to that music when he's um, defending that title for New Japan. I like that. Yeah, so that was good. Absolutely. I saw people on Twitter complain about um, Robert's introduction of Kenny, but the short introduction worked better with the with the theme music tonight. So. Oh yeah, if he would have gone with the full, you know, minute and a half version, it, it wouldn't yeah. have worked because he would have talked over a good right. portion of that intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good match, physical match. Jeff Cobb matches are always physical, and I like how they told the story. They showed highlights of from Wrestle Kingdom and them calling each other out and everything. So they gave a backstory to it, just like they did last week with Vikingo. Um, but in the end, uh, Mega somehow was able to get Jeff Cobb up and hit the one wing angel for the win. Nobody uh, kicks out of the one wing angel. I uh, I'll pull it I thought they did a great job with this match, and this was a typical. Like I, I this reminded me back in the day of a. Remember when Punk uh, faced Warload, mm-hmm. and just Warload dominated and yep. Punk snuck out a win. Not to the extreme of this, but Jeff Cobb dominated majority of this match. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were points that I went, all right, he's the new champ, and. And so they, they they played this very well. They played his size very well. Of course, you know, Kenny played his injuries from uh, from last week's uh, crazy match with uh, – I, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Vikingo. Vikingo. Yeah. I was yeah. calling Viking, Helio Viking <laughs> for a while, but obviously – incredible. Watching, watching last week. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I thought it was – I. I personally had it down as my match of the night. So, I Kenny Kenny's on a hell of a singles run right now, and it. And I was actually looking at shopaw.com this morning, and um, not only is the elite merchandise selling really well, but Kenny Omega himself all of a sudden his t-shirts are starting to move really well too. So, and, and yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, after their trios run. They're going to separate them. Now they're not not saying they're not friends. They're not a faction, but right. You know, once the bucks bucks come back from injury, you know, obviously, hopefully, the way I see it is we have new tag team champions next week. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but and then all of a sudden, the bucks come back from injury, and now we have some bucks FTR coming up. Um, mm-hmm. And, and and we have the Bucks back in the tag team. Kenny's an individual, and we go on with life. 
I think we'll get there after they finish this this story, kind of, that I think everybody's going to be intertwined in, which got elevated after this match. Blackpool Combat Club surround the ring. But Brian Danielson's music hits, which surprised me. I thought he'd be out of action for a lot longer than just a couple weeks. Makes his way out, tells Blackpool Combat Club members to get off the ring. So they back down. Danielson lifts Omega up, but then he turns on him and drops Omega with the uh, running knee, and the rest of the group join in and attack Omega. And then Danielson put him in a label lock while the rest of the group fought off security and Brandon Cutler. That's so, a psycho knee. Psycho. And Michael psycho knee. There we go. So, yeah, he'll turn for Danielson. Danielson back with his Blackpool Combat Club brethren. Hey, hey hold on. That was great. I'm going to stop here. Now, Paul knows this guy. Tanner, I think you went to school with this guy. But for some reason, and I know any of our listeners have no idea who I'm talking about, but Michael Nakazawa reminds me of Ryan Johnson, our old AD. I don't know. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I mean, when he got hit with the stupid microphone in, or the the headset, the headset still on. Why do I think of it? He's now, now, in my defense, this is my Calcutta golf partner, so I can make fun of him, right? But you know, we call the guy Crooked Johnson for whatever. You know, his name's Ryan Johnson. We call him Crooked, but I, for some reason, why do I think he looks like Michael Nakazawa? I don't know. They it's they the remind hair. me of the two. Well, I I could bring side by side images up of them, and we could we could see, but I'll I won't do that to RJ tonight. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week. I won't do. I'll I'll spare him that tonight. But uh, he, he's riding high. He won a semi. He is won a high. Is, yep. Ben Davis was one of the better teams in the country this year. So, um, he's a, whatever. He's still my Calcutta partner, and he yep. still needs him to show up. But he looks like <laughs> Michael Nakas Naka 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 Nakazawa. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to look at RJ the same now. Uh, but I thought this was a really good turn by Danielson. I, I thought this first hour of Dynamite tonight was fantastic. I liked how they had a continuous story the whole hour. It reminded yes. me of the Attitude Era. I was watching not too long ago on Peacock, which is the worst streaming so bad. platform worst ever. The platform to navigate. But I, w- I watched uh, Fully Loaded from 99. It was the main event of... Yep. The end of the era, first blood match with Undertaker and, and Stone Cold. And you had Sunday Night Heat leading into that, which Undertaker busts Stone Cold up. So Stone Cold right away in the pay-per-view finds Undertaker, busts him open. It was kind of a back and forth all night, like, leading up to that main event. That's kind of what this reminded me of the first hour. Like, Black Bull Combat Club just kept showing up and beating people up. I, I thought that was awesome. It reminded me of the early days of The Shield. Yeah. Yeah. How they would circle the ring like that, or, or yes. the corner of the ring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, it's Moxley. What do you expect? Yep. Why, why, um, do you the, why do you why do you keep throwing the pencil in the camera there, Paul? Uh, because, um, <laughs> <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought now. Um, yeah. So is this going to be <laughs> our? Going on, Paul? Uh, Totally lost the train of thought. We got four on four. Are we going to see a good match or not? I think I think this is leading to blood and guts. There we go. That's it. I can think of blood and guts to save my life. Yep. Which usually I think is five on five, but I don't think they're going to add a person to each side. So 
Mm. I mean, you could add Cole into the elite. Side could, but I think I think like, he's going a different storyline after tonight. Yep. So. Yeah. Yep. But because you could, uh, a lot of people on IWC think uh, with Callis and Keshka that Keshka's going to turn heel and maybe um, feud against Kenny and the Elite. But we'll see. I don't know where the seeds are being That'd planted be a good for one that. Too. But really good first hour dynamite. I thought it was fantastic um, in ring storytelling. I mean, for all those people that are complaining, and we 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 have too on this podcast complain about the lack of storytelling. I think AEW's yep. really cranked it up the last month. They're getting back to their roots. They're, they're getting back getting to their better. roots. They're, they're getting better. Kind of goes back to what we talked about last night. Yeah, they're getting back to the elite. I mean, they're getting back to the elite storytelling, and you know they're hit, starting to hit on all cylinders. And we'll we'll ask Shep later his his his, his opinion on CM Punk. We well, can we can do that later. Well, well, one thing no, I you, you just did. <laughs> I have my own opinion. Um, <laughs> just, just look at the. Uh, and I know I'm a mark, whatever, but look at the FTR yep. and the, the ass boys. Yep. So yes. we, knew, we knew they were going to have this match a week ago. So instead of having it this week, they had a little vignette mm-hmm. and we're just building it for next week. Like it's little things like that, that makes the difference. So I know this is yeah. only a two or three week build, you know, when they showed up and maybe, maybe four week we're good. Yeah. So that the I, I feel like Tony has listened to, yep. uh, uh, not not saying us, but listened to the fans and realized like, hey, I got to build this. So this happened three weeks ago. I'm gonna have a vignette, a vignette, and then we're gonna have the match. Yep. So I appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, you could. I think he's even better at it. Mm-hmm. Regarding FTR and uh, the guns, you could say this goes back to when the guns beat them. Sure. This story has been going on since then because the vignettes included that. Remember, they showed up dressed like FTR with their cardboard belts that, you know, every backyard wrestler made. Um, yeah. So it, it and they did the funeral. They did the funeral segment, too, yep. when FTR yeah. was on the break. So. And, they, and they did that. And then, then FTR took a break for a, a month or two or whatever. So, yep. yeah. So I, I feel the storyline or the storytelling. Sorry, not storyline. Storytelling, Tony has worked harder on and given us some. And and I think another evidence is this four pillar yep. thing with MJF. So this this thing started what three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yep. And here we go. We're just slowly, slowly, slowly building. So yeah, we got a good we got a good main event storyline. We got a really intriguing one with the elite and the Blackpool Combat Club. We got uh, one for the tag titles, and we got one going on in the women's division. So, yeah, I mean, kind of hitting all cylinders. One way we don't really have ones for the international championship, but they're just kind of throwing people to OC. Um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, and I still think, uh, you know, I was an Orange Cassidy fan, I'm not a fan, I'm a fan, I'm not a fan, but watching him tonight, just his interest, like. His entrance when he has the the is it the Jayco backpack we all had in the eighth <laughs> grade or whatever, right? And he just pulls it open and he has it. And I love that. Like he, I love that. And obviously he's the face uh, when he's out there. But you know, anytime there was a young kid that's dressed like him, he goes mm-hmm. and gives him the limp 
knuckle. <laughs> and he, he makes sure he does that. Like, man, yeah. When he first started, I hated him. Every week since then, he's made me a fan, a fan, a fan, a fan. And I thoroughly enjoy him now. What can I say? He's growing when on we you. Get in the dream, when are we getting the jean jacket, Shep? Dude, I hate denim. So, <laughs> look, look. Like, All right, get the sunglasses and we'll call it even. I might I might wear the Ray-Bans and the Aviators, okay? But it could be 10 below out on a Sunday afternoon and I got to go to Kroger. <laughs> I'm not wearing jeans. I put a pair of shorts on. I hate denim. Denim is the devil, okay? <laughs> so I know I'm not a – Orange Cassie hates me already. And, like, when my wife – my wife wears, like, a jean jacket or whatever, and I make fun of her. And then I'm in the doghouse, whatever. But – I hate denim. Just call her pocket and move on. Denim is the devil. Denim is so uncomfortable. If anybody tells me a pair of jeans is more comfortable than a pair of Adidas golf shorts, then you need to have your head examined, and we need to have a drink and talk about it. Get the dude some pants. I'll say they're more comfortable than slacks. How about that? Oh, no. I'd rather wear a pair of dress pants. Dress pants are so much thinner and more flexible than freaking denim. Come on. They are thinner. I'll give you that, but denim, I, I just don't, don't like the feel. You will, you will never see me in denim unless my wife makes me. As I sit here in a pair of jeans. Yeah, I got sweatpants, so I'm in a pair. Of, <laughs> I'm in a pair of of uh, uh, Adidas golf shorts, which I have like 47 pairs of. To me, they're still like, in his work attire. What are we talking about here? They, they feel like yeah, Tanner doesn't leave the house. Uh, <laughs> Like, he, I, he left the house more during COVID quarantine no, than he just shut up. Hey, you talk about hey, you talk about a, <laughs> hey, a rabble. We're talking about a tire now. <laughs> but I feel like these golf shorts feel like board shorts. I love board shorts. I live in board shorts in the summer. They're light. They make you know. Come on, denim. Denim needs to be retired. Sorry, retired. I don't on I, out. See ya. I'll, I'll wear shorts at home and at the gym, but I don't wear them. Uh, many other places i'm just not a big big shorts fan and that's a that's a self-conscious issue i ain't going to the gym so <laughs> i can wipe that shit out <laughs> oh back to mr denim here against uh against the butcher um the blade interfere tries to interfere then gets told he can't then he does interfere and and honestly i thought for a second, I thought the butcher was gonna pick up the upset win. They kind of got me there, but um, in the end, Trenton, Trenton, Chuck come down to even the odds, and uh, Orange Cassie finishes uh, the butcher off with an orange punch, and then the beach break to retain. The roly poly Kentucky gentleman. I still think they're gonna turn on Orange one of these days, or they're gonna cost them something. Something's there. Something. Trent- something with Trent's body language. Something's there. Trent Beretta looks like a million bucks. He does. Something. He he's breaking the rules. Of course, the BT. Trent Beretta. Yeah. Breaking the rules. I, I can't know. do the voice. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Leave it to he the does. Box. He does. Yes. He does. And the he's Kentucky definitely looks like a slob. Kentucky gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Trent needs to just break out and go into turn heels turn heel turn heel be a singles competitor yep. go after the tnt title yeah 
No, I think he needs to turn on the Kentucky gentleman and throw him in a vat of duck fat and then <laughs> go after Orange Cassidy. Yeah. That's what I think. I like it. Give him the pencil. For it. Uh, we then saw a video package of uh, Juice Robson claim that his match against Action Andretti coming up on Rampage will be uh, just like what he's going to do to Ricky Starks. So. I think... I think that match on, obviously, I think Juice is going to go over, but I think I think those two guys could put on a heck of a match. Yeah, I think Juice will have a good one with, with Andretti, and then I think he's going to have a good one with uh, Ricky, too, next week. So. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure Dark and Elevation will prove me wrong. Action's really only picked up any wins over Jericho and the Appreciation Society. He loses against everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah, he's he's been a little banged up too, so I think he's gonna be one of those talents that you're gonna see in twenty twenty three, you're gonna see him lose a lot, okay? Whether it's especially on especially on television, okay? Yes. Um and it's gonna be close close matches. Um and then they're gonna they're gonna I th- hopefully they're gonna bring him up slowly. Because obviously they put a lot of faith in him that they, you know, put him over on Jericho. So, yeah, he's good. Let's just say he's going to pay his dues for the next eight to 10 months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Um, I think Jay White appears somewhere next week, whether it's on Raw the night after Mania. If not, maybe he shows up at Dynamite Wednesday night with, uh, you know, the Bullet Club. Juice, even though he's not technically in Bullet Club, I guess anymore. So, unfortunately, I think it's wrong. Yeah. Is anybody I who's? Right. I mean, I think everybody who ever was in the Bullet Club is still pretty in much. The Bullet Club. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is Bullet Club for life. It is. It is. We then got. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know where the the Jade segment is. Not in my notes, but pretty much. She, uh, they're gonna hit, um, Taya Valkyrie with a lawsuit if she uses Jaded again on Friday night against, um, Marina Shafir. So, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go to court a, before we I, go to the ring. Yeah. I like, uh, I like this feud. For once, I like Jade in a feud like this. And I think this is the time they take the belt off of Jade. And then if she keeps her, stuff together they could promote her into the uh women's title picture but i still think she needs a little polishing in the ring yes her against hater could be fun though that could be fun good she jade's stupid athletic this is you know but we just got to get her we gotta yep. make make the pro wrestling and the athletic person marry each other, yep. and then Jade could be amazing. Actually, yep. we then got our uh, singles, uh, our single woman's match of the night: Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale. Uh, former partners here. Uh, Ruby was accompanied to the ring by her uh, outcaster outcasts members, uh, Tony Storm and. Uh, Shreya, and they got involved in the match many different times. In the end, uh, Ruby uh, got the win. 
uh, by cheating because Tony Storm held uh, Ruby's feet on the ropes to cheat. Um, this was the one match my fiance saw a bit of, and she's familiar with Ruby Soho because she went to me, with me to Dynamite in 2021. She said, they, they don't have Ruby's entrance song with her anymore? I said, no, they actually smartly got rid of it when she turned heel because they don't want the crowd singing along with it. Yeah. So, she saw the runaway jacket, though. Yeah. Yes. So, so two things here. One, Soraya has officially been in more stables than I think any other female <laughs> wrestler ever has in history. Quite a few. That's a good point. Two, black and green. We've already seen this done. Eh, not not women's. Not women's. No, I know. But we already have one company that's rerunning somebody's best hits. We don't need to do it in AEW, too. <laughs> I didn't put. I would have never put that together with with the Generation X, but I get what you're saying. So you, I actually I, I get what Paul's saying. Make it uh, uh, make it yellow, right? Make it uh, red and yellow, or I'm trying to think. I guess green and black are the offensive colors, right? Sure. It. And and I might get a lot of shit for this, but make it pink. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying that because it's women. Make it pink. Make it. Right. I know you want a highlighter color, okay? Right. But like Paul said, green's already been done. It's true. Make it pink. Uh, after the match, Outcast grab a chair around uh, Willow's ankle, but Rio and Sky Blue, like they do every week, make the save, but they're outnumbered. But then Jamie Hader comes down, cleans the ring out, and. Uh, it's a hate, 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 hate breaker. I didn't know that's what it was called to, uh, to Ruby, why the others ran away. And then uh, Riho and Hater uh, shook hands. And then Rio does the weirdest bell around the waist gesture <laughs> I've ever seen Why she's smiling. And it's just like, how do you, you can't be intimidated by her. It just makes me laugh, but that'll be a fun match next week. It'll be a good match in the ring. You can't be intimidated when my gold retriever weighs more than I know. I know. Yeah, Rio, Rio out there looking like a uh, schoolgirl trying to be intimidating does not intimidate me at all. But if Hadrick would have connected on that clothesline to Tony Storm, Tony Storm's head might have fell off her body. Holy cow, did she have some momentum? Yeah, she had a lot of momentum. So good thing it wasn't a botch and she didn't connect. That could have been nasty. But but go back. Tony Storm's left thigh is bigger than Rio. True. No, you're, you're not. You're not lying. You're just not wrong. Hey, hey, and I'm not body shaming. I'm just. No, no, we're not. We're not. No, just, no, not at all. I mean, she I can go in the ring, but very, she's just very she's petite. tiny. She's tiny. And I think Tony Storm is a old gay. I think uh, everybody on this podcast will agree with you, and the majority of the IWC will agree with you there. So. Yeah. Uh, we then got the card for Rampage and next week's Dynamite. Both cards look really good. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but they look they look pretty strong. I, I think next week's Dynamite is pay-per-view-ish. Yeah. Well, he knows it's a big week. You know, a lot of people tune in to wrestling right after WrestleMania. So. And, it's, and, it's, and it's MJF day. Yeah. Because we're in Long Island, so yeah. he's going to get the huge yeah. baby face type pop. So. Yeah. 
We then got the main event, which was the in-ring return of Adam Cole, baby, after nine months against Daniel Garcia. This was a fun match, but I was a little nervous to watch watching it. It, it reminded me of when Danielson first came back after concussions. I was a little nervous to watch it, but yes. Am I am I in the uh, uh, lower percentile saying that uh, Cole had some ring rust? Oh, he definitely had ring rust. Oh, he had, yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely had ring rust, but. Well, he tried to did. hide it, and it, it showed through. Well, they even, I think it was Excalibur, even kind of hinted at it a little bit, so, which is expected. I mean, I don't care how many reps and practice you go through until you get in the ring on TV. Um, it's a little different. But uh, he ended up getting a win. He had a Panama Sunrise, and then he hit the. Uh, he took the pad down and hit the hit the boom, um, so that was fun. And after the match, Bert Baker made her way down to the ring. Two of them shared a hug and a kiss and confetti shot out. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I understand. It's leading into all access, which I made sure to record tonight. Um, I did, I did too. But I'm like, okay, I understand. Like Warner Discovery really wanted them to do this. This is why why the main event, the logo's probably gonna be on the ring for the next six weeks or so. But I'm like, all right, the confetti was a little over the top, and then Jericho's music hits. I'm like, all right, this is interesting. He comes out, he grabs Garcia. They're walking up the ramp. I'm like, okay, he's gonna turn on Garcia, isn't he? He's gonna turn, and then he just keeps like turning back to Cole, but doing nothing, and then walks to the back, and the show That's ends. Nice. I, I thought Cole was going to propose. I oh, thought that's yeah. where we were going. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but that would have made sense. I thought Cole was going to propose. That would have made sense. The confetti so. would have made sense then. Yeah. So we're obviously getting Cole and Jericho. I like that for double or nothing. If, if, if they're going to go clear to double or nothing with that. I like that. Uh, yeah. Give Jericho one last match with the young guy. Yeah, and give Cole yeah. a big... A big match. Because, um, man, that pop was huge tonight. That guy, push him as a baby face for a while. Yes. He, he can go as long as he can stay healthy. So, yeah. No, I thought it was a really fun dynamite tonight. I really enjoyed it. What do you guys think of the uh, ring ropes, by the way, with man, the new look? So, so last red, week, blue. So last week I was uh, in the air. Yes. Uh, flying home from Sin City that I committed no sins. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Stays in Vegas, Vegas so right. you can't tell us anyway. Yeah. And uh, I'm still waiting on uh, Dax to send me a Venmo to pay for them tequila shots. But anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I was so I, I watched some tidbits right on Twitter and then tonight watching it with the pink uh, ring skirt, man. And I, and I know they were uh, advertising all access, but I, I didn't like it. It's just different. It reminds me a lot of the Great American Bash. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's going to take a little while to get used to. It's yeah. just so different than what they were, were doing. Yeah, I mean, I understand the ring skirt, okay, if you want to advertise that. Because sure. Because I mean, I think the ring mat was actually advertised as it was all access tonight. Yeah, yeah in the middle. Okay, mm-hmm. which, which was which was black and gray, right? Mm-hmm. So keep the ring ropes black. Yeah, or, the, or it's not ropes; it's uh, cords. Yeah, they they use the heavy ones. They use mm-hmm. the cords. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 
That was weird looking. It's just a different look, you know, with the rebranded, the new, the new dynamite style now. So, yeah. I don't know, different. But uh, what do you guys rate tonight's show? Shoot, Paul. I got my rope down. Of course you do. Uh, seven seven. Ooh, that's lower than I thought you would be tonight. Uh, that there I'm was actually, still. Some... I'm actually higher than Paul. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just I'm I'm still a little nitpicky. Um, I I think that might be changing soon, but I, there's still some <laughs> things I'm a little nitpicky on. Um, but yeah, uh, it it's getting higher. Well, I'll say that much. I was seven point nine. Okay, so you're not much higher than me. You didn't break the eight. <laughs> For once, I'm higher than Paul. I don't think that happened a lot. I'm eight eight. Ooh. Ooh. I, I I loved that. The first hour I thought was the best hour they've put on in a long time. Second hour, there's a few things that kept it out of the nines for me, but that second I, hour is what brought it down for me. I'm all about in my pro wrestling. I like good stories, and they're starting to get some good stories, and it's really hook line sinking me lately. So, yes, you're all, you're also a Yankees fan, so nah, unfortunately, yeah. and a Broncos fan. Unfortunately, all behind me right there, yeah. Yeah. I need to change right. that background up. Uh, wrestler of the night. Oh, yeah. Shep, you go first. Jeff Cobb. All thoroughly, right. thoroughly impressed, thoroughly entertained by that dude tonight. I want to see more of him. I could go the easy route and go Adam Cole. Baby. But, but uh, no, I'm going to go. Brian Danielson for the okay. heel turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could have went Adam Cole as well, but I, I am still going to kind of do an easy, easy route. I'm going with Kenny Omega. I think the dude's the okay. best wrestler on the planet. I do. He's, he's so good when he's healthy. He's good when he's not healthy. He proved that in 2021 when he had vertigo and all types of stuff going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Kenny could be, um, one of those that could be wrestler of the night anytime he has. I know a- he's just so. If I'm t- Tony's got to pay him whatever he wants. You can't oh, lose. Yeah, Kenny Omega. Yeah, can't do it. All right. So, uh, we ready to get into our predictions now that we're an hour and a half deep into this thing? Yep. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over at Sheps. Well, it was a little staticky on my end when you were talking, and then ship falls off. So I don't know. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> and now Paul's having a coughing attack. <laughs> we're just we're just wrapping up the show beautifully here. Yes, we are. I started laughing, and then it causes coughing. You know, sinuses. That that's fun. Did he um, drop his computer? What? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that I'm really tired, so bear with me. I'm oh, you're good. More than you're I should. No, oh, you're, good. Um, you're good. But yeah, there was a thud. Should we make sure he's okay? <laughs> or did he fall down one of his own rabbit holes? So I'm a little worried. Did he fall? 
the computer just go out or something? Did he pass out? Uh, well. Do we want to talk about the matches that are coming up Friday night at uh, yes. Supercard of Honor while yes, we're waiting we... on Shep? We won't make any predictions yet. No, we'll, we'll wait on them, but we can, we can go down the card a little bit. Oh. There he is. I'm back. Hey. We, we thought hey. he might have hey. fell. We didn't know what happened. No, no, no. no. My, my, my dog didn't puke like Tanner's dog did. <laughs> Lucky you. Lucky you. We, we, had, we had to move some rooms around for the dog. That's fine. Oh, lucky you. Lucky we're good. You. There was the thud, and it concerned us. Yeah, yeah, we were a little. Then, then Paul started coughing. It was just a whole ordeal. It was an episode yeah. that only KOP could do. I tried to. That's right. Try to close yeah. the show, but now that ship's back, we can get to our ROH Super Card um, oh, of Honor cool. predictions. Hey, that that thing's gonna look really good right here. <laughs> Probably because I am not feeling good about this at all. I haven't even ordered Honor Club yet, so I'm way behind. So you don't want to do that. I haven't ordered it, but I've watched a bunch of social media, yeah. some YouTube. I kind of done the same, so I'm yeah. kind of keeping up with the storylines. But and I have, I don't know, like the last match that yeah you tweeted or you texted us about right before the the mm-hmm. show ended. I have some I have some thoughts on that one. I have some. All right. Yeah. So it actually fit in really well with our new my, my our other predictions. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do start it. off with you. You want to? You want to narrate? The, you want to MC this, Paul, or do you want me to? No, no. It's it's all you. Okay. I I had to say the Kingo last week. You get to do it this week. Yeah, you're true. Well, let's start with the uh, Jay Briscoe Memorial Reach for the Sky Ladder match, which it was announced today that the ROH tag titles are going to have a new look. They are retiring the old design for good, which I think is a great way to honor Jay's memory. Um, In this match is the Lucha Bros, the Kingdom, Top Flight, Roosh, and Drillistico, and Aussie Open. Who do you guys got and for how many points? (laughs) Go for it, Paul. I went to Lucha Bros, but I have no confidence in this, so it's got one point. Okay. I have the Kingdom for two points. Lucha Bros, Paul one, Kingdom two. I'm gonna write them down. So yeah, so you don't have to go back and listen to the podcast. Well, I got low points on this one as well, but I have yet another team. I have Top Flight for one. All right. So <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. at least it's not gonna come down to the women's match again. That. I always get. That's true. Well, never say never. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Th- th- this should be a great ladder match. I can see any of those teams winning. I mean, that's oh the, yeah. The thing with the Lucha Bros, they got a really good uh, relationship with Brisco with uh, Mark Briscoe. Um, Kingdoms an ROH staple, and Top Flight looks like they're going to get a push, in my opinion. So. Yeah. I could see any of those teams winning. Uh, then we got the Trios Championship, the NBC versus Blake Christian, Metallic, and AR Fox for the six-man Trios Championships. Interesting that Brian Cage is still in this match. Yeah. I don't know his contract status anymore. So. Yeah. I got Embassy for six. I got Embassy for two. I got AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metallic for eight. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. 
because I Somebody's think confident. I think Brian Cage is on his way out of the cup and they're getting a well, title off of him. Um, I don't see them putting the title on Blake Christian and Madalik because they're not just they're not signed. You know, yeah. Blake, Blake Christian's a guy that's been in GCW forever, ever since he left uh, NXT. So, no, don't be wrong. I think those guys are great. Sure. And they're going to put on an entertaining match. But I, I just feel like that's a random trios to put the belts on. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's random. Yeah, but, it hey, could be a big. It could be a big swing and a miss for me. But you I know, I'm. I'm thinking Tony maybe comes out after the pay per view and announces that. I mean, a bunch of talent signed. I don't know. I mean, you. He <laughs> <laughs> had to go straight to the bottle for that one. And Shep, how many points did you have on that again? I had embassy for six. Six and Paul. Two for embassy. Two. Two. Had to switch around. That's why I asked. Okay. Oh well, I'm glad because I have a six pointer coming up. Well, let's go with the Triple uh, A Mega Championship, El, El Hilo del uh, Vikingo versus uh, Commando- Commander. Jeez, Commander. Um, who you guys got in this one? Vikingo. I had Vikingo for five. Mine was for three. I See, have Vikingo for five as well. He he goes the whole, you know, L, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, it's Vikingo. <laughs> I try. I'm not, not going to try the other stuff. It's just Vikingo. I try, but I fail. If I try, yeah. I'm going to fail. I don't see them taking the title off of him. I mean, it's whatever AAA wants to do, but yeah. it's going to be a fun match. I can tell you that much. Yep. Uh, what else is on here? How about the um, – which is next? The ROH TV Championship, Mark Briscoe versus Samoa Joe. I got Mark for six. I got Samoa Joe for three. Ooh. I got Mark Briscoe for seven. All right. It's not going to come down to the women's match. It's going to come down to the TV title. I'm the only one going against Briscoe. And here's, here's the only reason why. I'll explain this. And do me wrong. I love Mark Briscoe. I think he's the most. He is so entertaining in his vignettes, his promos. Oh, that interview with um, RJ City was freaking hilarious. Oh my god! The other day. It was great. It was it was a million bucks. But Mark Briscoe understands the business. He does. And there, there's a point in time where, and I don't want to sound insensitive, but there's a point in time where we. We stop the gifts. Yeah. I'm trying not to be insensitive here. Right. Like, you got to get back to normal. And so, don't get me wrong. I think this is going to be a banger of a match. I think there's going to be seven, eight false finishes in this match. I think Samojo comes out. Jeez, that's a lot. No, I really do. I do. I think there's going to be two or three. You think Samojo's going to win? I think there's going to be three or four on top of that that you think Mark's going to win. He's going to hit the funky chicken, the whatever, <laughs> you know. And like I said, I, I, I still think Samojo comes out here. That's why I put three on it. 
Yeah, I'm swinging heavy on a couple. I'm either going to win in a landslide or I'm going down in flames. So, I'm kind of the same way. I'm hoping TK goes with emotional victory here for Mark, but I could definitely see Joe retaining it. I could see going either way, but I'm like, oh, yeah. throw seven on it. Why not? Um, the, for the ROH Pure Championship, Wheeler Yuta defeating it against uh, Kat, Katsuri, Katsuri Shibata. I don't know how to say his first name. Shibata. Bless you. Bless you. Gunzuntai. <laughs> <laughs> Shibata, got, there we go. Shibata. I've got, I've got Yuta for five. I got Yuta for four. I got Yuta for three. And uh, I'll, I'll give my strategy, Tanner. I kind of told you this last night after we wrapped to the "Is Punk Worth It" uh, mm-hmm. podcast. But uh, Yuta in that match, Yuta's the only one who signed to ROH. You're not going to give a title like the pure championship to somebody who isn't signed to ROH. Now, again, ROH will be on, on Thursday night. Um, and that could all change. But as of this recording, he is, Yuta is the only ROH person in that match. So I'm going with Yuta. Yeah. There'll probably be more matches added after tomorrow night's show. But since we record this, yeah. we're just doing eight. So, uh, the women's title, Athena versus, uh, Emmy Emmy uh, Sakura. I got Athena for seven. Paul, I got Athena for four. I got Athena for six. Yes, so we're all, the woman, we're all in the agreement. Woman, the women's match is not going to cost me this time. It's no, it's the TV cost. title. It's going to cost somebody. Yeah. Which matches am I? The heck am Seven I and eight. Yeah. Claudio and Garcia's matches. Oh, Garcia's is the one. Yep, yep. So one that just got added tonight after Dynamite is um, Daniel Garcia versus um, Tanahashi. Which, if you saw Tanahashi's Twitter today, I go to America. I loved it. <laughs> the picture of him in the plane says, I go to America. <laughs> Gold. Fucking awesome. Gold. I got Tanahashi for eight. I didn't change my picks. I just added him. Tanahashi <laughs> for eight. I got Tanahashi for seven. And I got Tanahashi for four. So. Okay. Tanner changed his picks around a lot. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A couple. I I just had no idea. I'm like, why would, you know, Garcia, you can tell they think a lot of him because he main events more dynamites than anybody. He doesn't always win, but he main events more, and then he gets a high-caliber match like this. So. Yep. All right. Lastly, for the ROH World Championship, Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli. I get Kingston for one. I got Claudio for eight. (laughs) Okay, to be fair, Claudio originally had seven. I got Eddie Kingston for two. Wow, so there's a couple matches that could really make or break this for us. I think Claudio is being featured so much with the Blackpool storyline that they just get him back on Dynamite full-time. Yep. Well, if but, that's the case, then you got to have you to drop a belt too. I know, yeah. I, I know, but I don't. I don't yeah. think you to drops a belt to a guy 
Now, Shibata, I think they yeah. put on a banger of a match, but I don't think Shibata's going to hang around for a while. So, right. right. Yeah, I think you, I think Claudio is going to be featured on Dynamite and Rampage. So, you got to get him off ROH. This is the way but to do, do you it. Put it on somebody like Kingston. Again, I have no problem oh, with Eddie. I, I think you put it on Kingston because the guy can just absolutely spit the truth. And. And your weekly television show is pay-per-view, technically, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he can say whatever the heck he wants. And he's due. He's due for a run with the big title. I mean, He is. He is. You know. He looks hey. – hey, let's be honest. He looks like shit. Yes, yeah. he does. He looks like shit. But he can, he can work in the ring, he can brawl, and he can talk. Yep. And he has – a lot of people eating out of the palm of his hands because he's real. He is one of the few guys that breaks down the curtain. And he is the same person backstage as he is with the fans, mm-hmm. which there's not a lot of people that can do that. Right. And he lives his gimmick. He lives his character. He is, he is Ric Flair. He is Richard yeah. Fleer, who is Ric Flair. Eddie Kingston, I don't know what the hell his real name is, but Eddie Kingston is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Well, let's, Google, let's Google it, shall we? Why, why yeah. we're going down yeah. a rabbit hole. I hope his name is Ed Bob, Ed Smith. Edward Moore. Edward Moore. There you go. 41 years old. I thought he was older than that, to be honest. So did I. You know, at 41 years old, it's time for him to make a run, so... Yep. And again, I'm not going to be upset if Kingston wins. That's not what I'm saying here. I, I just, with his and Tony's beef, whether it's a shoot or a work, it's kind of why I went with Claudio. Well, it'll be interesting. We know we'll see some debuts, I'm sure, Friday night, and um, some new guys sign. So it'll be interesting who those guys turn out to be. And. It's just, uh, we talk about it all the time, it's a great time to be a pro wrestling fan, and this week highlights it. There's so much good wrestling going on this weekend. Um, Go home shows, Dynamite. She's coming over working for indie yeah. shows. Yeah. 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 Obushi. Obushi's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's what, wrestling GCW this weekend? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I think awesome. Is it is it Speedball Bailey? Yes. Yeah. yeah which that guy. That guy's nuts. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, um, I guess my last thought is I'm 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 a, I'm a Cody fan, of course. So I'm wearing a Cody shirt because it's, it's Cody week this week. Does he does he finish the story Sunday night? Does he beat Roman or do they swerve everybody and does Roman keep going? You first, Paul. You know, the mark in me wants to go Cody wins this thing. Um, I've seen custom Cody titles already, so I still kind of want to lean yes, but at the same time, I think we're going to see this story draw out a little more. I don't think the feud ends at Mania. I think it'll continue. Ah. So, I've all been, I'm all in for Cody, right? And I think it's 
the way they've incorporated his dad into the promos the last 30, 45 days. Hey, his mom sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't piss her off. But even even if you noticed, was it last week? Um, it could have been after Raw, it could have been after SmackDown, I can't remember, but uh, Dustin quoted his tweet and said, finish the story, brother, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Cody's going over. And I think he'll get a a good pop. Now, I, I've watched a little WWE in the last week or so, and I am completely surprised at the pop that Sami Zayn's getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like big pop. Mm-hmm. That was the pop he was getting before he became part of the bloodline storyline. So Sami Zayn. You know, when him and KO came out and uh, fought off the Usos at the end, fought off the Usos, that pop was shockingly big. And I'm like, I don't want it to take from Cody, take away from Cody, but. Well, that's that's why I think they stayed the course and they put Sammy and KO together because they could have reversed. I mean, because Sammy went against Roman at Elimination Chamber, they could have went a different direction. But yeah, they could have. And and I love I love the storytelling. I love the uh, the the legacy of Cody. You know, finishing the story because his dad never got yep. the big belt. His yep. dad was you know the NWA champion, but never never held the big belt. Yep. So I love the story they're telling. I really do. And and. Whether you think Vince is involved nowadays or not, I don't know. But this particular story that I follow, I don't follow much other than this story. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I really do. I'm right there with you, Shep. I mean, it's just the one thing I, I tune in on Mondays and even sometimes on Fridays just to watch what Cody's doing and, and, and the bloodline storyline with him. And I do think he finishes the story. I think before he got hurt, I think in my opinion, the initial plan probably was for him and Roman to face at SummerSlam last year for Roman to win. Cody build himself back up, win at rumble, go to mania, win it. And of course they had a pivot. So I think they got to strike the iron whites hot. I don't know if he gets any hotter than he is right now. And you just take it. And then you can do, you can have a rematch at SummerSlam because then Roman can take some time off. Yeah, much like deserved said, time off, really. Like I said, you, know, you say much, much deserved. I mean, the guy's a part timer. Right? He's becoming a part timer, I guess. Must deserve from carrying the company, having the championship for a thousand days. That's what I meant. Yeah, but so, yeah, because I think if they're smart, if Cody does win, they split the titles back to one for each show or two. I don't like a guy wearing two titles. I don't know. It's just. Or just I, unify I them and give us one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I see I see you unify them, give us one. Uh, knowing Cody, he'll he'll work both shows for a year. Yeah. Oh, he, it sounds like he wants to go on a big, yeah. like work as much as I, I can do house shows, and so. he's he's coming up in my neck of the woods next month. I might have to just get tickets just to just to see that. So. Uh, well, uh, April twenty second, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. really considering pulling a trigger because they're they're cheap. So, and if it. you uh, have been following the house storylines, um, Cody and the Good Brothers are doing yep. pretty well as a trios. Yep. Yep. 
on the house shows. Bullet Club for Life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's an odd pairing. Bullet Club. Yep. They even threw up the sign. Yeah, they're still trying to work this Bullet Club angle in WWE. (laughs) It didn't work with Finn. It's so hard for me to think Cody was in the Bullet Club. I know. That was great stuff. I know, right? It was. No. That's where we got hashtag FTR. Still weird fit. Yeah. Bullet Club's where we Bullet Club Cody's where we got hashtag FTR. Well, that was back when that was back when Cody was in the suit smoking cigars, right? And he had black yeah. hair. Black hair. Black, black hair, yeah. All right. Yep. 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 When he was the nightmare Cody. He didn't BT have a last name. Really, really good. Yes. So let's get back. Get back to where I don't have to fast forward a majority of the show. So, so, so just that Hollywood portion. You got, you got uh, the Good Brothers and Cody. What happens when uh, Jay White shows up? I know he could be Cody's exactly. first. Assuming Cody wins, he could be Cody's first challenger. Even though, if, if I had the pencil, which I'll take a pen, here's what: assuming the guy's healthy, I have Randy Orton come back as a heel. He goes against Cody because then you got the legacy storyline from back in the day. You can then great heel. Of, he can never step yep. out of Orton's shadow because Orton was red hot too. As a face before he got hurt. So, yep. Orton, and, Orton's healthy. He's due to come back. Yeah. So uh, and I, I've seen stuff that him and, um, um, yeah, bro. Riddle. Are, yeah, thank you. Are getting pretty close to coming back and might do something with yeah. Cody. So, yeah, you got to turn one against the other, I think. Whether it's real, turn yeah. against Orton or turning against real. That way you get fresh. Fresh stuff there. So, uh, uh, RK Bro is very entertaining, but yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm over uh, Bro. So, yep. I have been for a while too. So. But, I mean, boy, Randy Orton and Cody could be. I think that'd be a fun epic. program. They could do great. Yep. And then Cody and Jay White could. If you would, if you would have said this two, three years ago. I'll bet I'll put a hundred dollars down that Cody versus Jay White would happen in the WWE. No, what kind of odd? You guys would have said I'll be plus two hundred, plus five. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, especially with Cody's EVP status helping start off the company and everything. Yeah. No yeah. way. We're gonna get Cody versus Jay White <laughs> on Raw. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come that on. could happen now. Yep. yep. Well, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Paul, wrap us up for our, I think, our longest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. before we hit that two-hour mark and I fall asleep or, you know, <laughs> something like that, uh, 3.30 comes early, boys. Um, all right, be sure to follow the Kicking Out podcast on all forms of social media at Kicking Out Pod. Uh, check out kickingoutshop.com. You've got a little bit of time left to use that promo code. Once uh, we... If, officially get to april 1 you no longer have it so hurry up and uh, buy some stuff from kickingoutshop.com promo code march 23 gets you free shipping but again you only have to the end of march for that um be sure to listen to the kicking out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast and like the shirt says if it's apple podcast leave us that five star review because we are five star kop and for
at Paul Zartman 921. For Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.